morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And welcome to Tuesday. It is going to be a great week here in the Valley of the Sun. Temperature is going to be uh, up into the 80s. Uh, we got the Phoenix open, or well, the Waste Management open. Uh, by the way, uh, it's an absolutely great event uh you know i don't i don't uh go to the big days very often uh, my wife and i are going to be there on thursday uh but uh we i like to go like yesterday was free today is free uh just just a lot of a good time good weather uh, it's going to be a huge turnout and then next year we have the super bowl and the open together uh you know the nfl in in the uh pga they decided, well, the PGA did really, decided that the only event that they can get people to go to during the Super Bowl was the Phoenix Open. So now uh, every year, whatever week the Super Bowl is, that's the week that the golf tournament is. And, and it doesn't matter. It's just, I, me personally, I think that's the way golf should be played, right? It's just a big party. Nobody's actually, well, I shouldn't say nobody. Is there to watch the golf, but everyone's there for the party, and it's going to be. Uh, I want to say Saturday, it becomes. I, I want to say close to the second largest city in Arizona uh, for that day. So uh, it's going to be great weather out there, everybody. Uh, party responsible. Uh, I, I, I will say I'm joined uh, today. Jason's with me again today, my partner in Colorado. Uh, Jason, I heard from the morning guys, maybe getting a little warmer there, maybe get some of that snow to melt. Yeah, we're just one degree below freezing at the moment, so not not bad. <laughs> it's, it's getting better. It's getting better. Hey, it, the day, it usually... The daytimes are in the 40s, and we're going to get some 50s, so it's, it's back to normal winter. There you go. Well, good. So after this, you know, Eric always used to say this was the end of the... The holiday season didn't end until the... The Open and the Super Bowl were over, so uh, it's going to be a very interesting rest of the year. Uh, I, I continue to tell anybody that will listen, buying gold and silver right here is going... A year from now, you're going to be really glad that you did as uh, this inflation thing, this nonsense that they were peddling for the last couple of years, the Wall Street bubble, uh, all of it's getting ready to blow up in their face. So I was off yesterday, in fairness, but I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different products uh, and really, there's more than eight products, but eight different articles about uh, things uh, hitting highs, all-time highs, record highs. Uh, let's go right to it. Avocado, guacamole, uh, which obviously guacamole, avocado, one of the main ingredients, uh, rose record high prices, a price for a 20-pound box of avocado. Uh, by the way, Mexico, the largest exporter of the fruit. Stood at twenty six dollars and twenty three cents. Uh, that's just up just a little bit. Uh, that's almost six and a half dollars more expensive than it was uh, a year ago. So over a thirty percent increase there. Cooking oil. We've talked about this before. It was already at record high. Spiked again. Uh, of course. That's palm oil. Palm oil is pretty much in 
just about everything uh, consumed when it comes to things around the kitchen. Uh, a derivative of soybean oil, palm oil hit all-time record high prices, uh, which again, it did that uh, just, uh, well, earlier in January. Soybeans, even though the United States, we're hearing a lot from our farmers in the U.S., hey, the fertilizer's too expensive for the corn. We're going to plant more soybean because it takes less fertilizer. Still not enough. Uh, soybeans hit the highest price uh, since June. Starbucks, get ready. If that star, I don't even, I don't even know what a Starbucks even costs now. You know, especially a fancy Starbucks probably costs like ten bucks. Coffee futures uh, almost hit another all-time record high. It, it's, it's the same story. Shortages of the lowest coffee in storage in over the last 20 years, driving up the price. They're saying right now supply totally outpacing demand. They expect the coffee rally to continue, and coffee prices are going to be a lot, lot higher uh, as we go on. Truckers, obviously trucking, we've been... You know, the Canadian truck thing that's been going on. We haven't really talked a lot about that. Trucker pay uh, continuing to skyrocket. We've had companies coming out and saying, we're going to increase driver pay by $20,000. Uh, and now everybody's uh, uh, following suit. All the major trucking companies uh, announcing uh, huge increases in pay. Midwest carriers, the latest they just announced a 9% increase uh, for its drivers taking their annual pay to over $90,000. Uh, uh, Kenworth Tractors announced the same thing as well. They're increasing pay uh, for for all of their drivers. And, and those independent truckers getting a little boost, Jason, a couple of cents a mile more. That's not going to be nearly enough, though. Yeah, with trucking, you have almost every type of uh, cost uh, imaginable. You have tra- transportation costs, you have communication costs, you have uh, commodity costs, what they're carrying around, you have employment costs. When it comes to trucking, man, it's uh, it's not cheap, It's and that's why they're short on drivers. They just need more and more, Joe. Yeah, when we get back, we're going to talk about meat. We're going to tell you what the C- former CEO of the McDonald's had to say and the cost of every metal seemingly at record highs. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Gold's up another six here, 1827. Uh, really, again, uh, the, sh- the charts are looking strong. Uh, a lot more buying into the marketplace. And, uh, in, 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 you know, it, it, we've been fighting this, you know, above 1,800, below 1,800, but uh looks like, uh, especially the last couple of times it's been below 1,800, it's only been there a day or two, and it comes right back. I think this, uh, this cycle here, I think everyone's starting to figure out that we've got a big problem on our hand, and, and gold is rallying silver uh, once again back above 23, 23.18, up another 10, 11 cents here. Uh, we'll see silver still got work to do. Uh, it, and man, the U.S. Mint, we, uh, sold a record 5 million 
ounces of U.S. Silver Eagles in the month of January. Uh, it's why they ran out. It's why they're on allocation. I mean, uh, if they could do that every month, that'd be uh, uh, 60 million ounces a month. But the uh, the mint uh, unable to produce. I mean, I think the record is like 50 million. They've only been producing about 30 to 35 million since COVID. I don't know why. Well, I've got a funny feeling. I know why. Is they're trying to. Uh, keep the low silver price intact by not ordering uh, products that are necessary. But, uh, again, silver premiums back at all-time record highs as well. How about this one? Meat, in particular beef, which has been uh, huge price increases there we see at the store. Uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture said that uh, they were shocked as their biannual cattle inventory report showed a decline twice the amount that they had expected. Uh, that uh, cattle cattle herds uh, remain well below ideal levels. They they blame drought. They blame the cost. Uh, they're saying that the the cost for hay and corn and things to feed the uh, the, the cattle, the the farmers are liquidating herds. They're calling it a a cycle of liquidation right now. Uh, and really, it makes a lot of sense if if the farmers can't get paid enough for their cattle, right to to feed them. This is what's going to happen, and and I think we're going to be in store. For another big jump in meat prices, Jason, as uh, as the story says, everything from declining herds, labor shortages, soaring shipping costs, snarled supply chains, rising commodity costs, all these reasons that they're saying that these herds remain below levels that uh, are necessary to keep the price low. That's right, Joe. And, and unlike just your crops like wheat or corn or something like that, uh, Meat is meat. Meat has to have wheat and corn, and the the, the actual taking care of the cattle. So it's 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 very uh, expensive uh, meat versus uh, crops. So, and and I know I've I've seen the the higher end meats and how they feed their cattle, and you have to pay a lot more for that. And I've seen the lower end, and I see what they feed those that cattle, Joe. And what I get the feeling a lot of uh, a lot of cuts are being made for to keep those prices down. The quality is probably dropping as the prices are going up, Joe. Yeah, that's usually what happens, right? Uh, the quality drops. Uh, uh, you're going to see a lot smaller cuts, right? Uh, the steak's going to get a little thinner and all these other things. Uh, McDonald's ex-CEO Ed Rincey was out saying that uh, portion sizes are shrinking throughout the industry. Prices are going up. He calls what's happening to price in the restaurant uh, industry uh, insane saying that McDonald's is going to increase costs to their franchises which the majority of McDonald's are franchise owned by 9% uh, so this again these numbers way above uh, what they're saying is is happening, uh, you know, through what the Federal Reserve tells you inflation is. But this is something, uh, and, and again, and he talked about, he goes, it's not just food. The wrappers, the cups, the lids, right, the straws, the napkins. It's it's every part of the restaurant, and right, what the employees want, right, the pay, right, the equipment. Uh, everything that that uh, McDonald's franchise touches uh, is going through the roof, and and 
And again, this is just in the last couple of days we're making all of these amount announcements. How about this one? Surging prices for raw materials needed for refrigerators, automobiles, window frames, plumbing, right? I mean, right? Shows no signs of, of abating. And they're saying that the commodity uh, supply chain is really just destroyed uh, right now. They're saying large chunks of metal wiring that electrifies U.S. homes and power grids now, uh, soaring to all-time record highs. Charges for copper and aluminum are the most significant increases uh, in, in the cost uh, for so many products now. They're talking about uh, automobiles, Ford having to shut eight factories, Jason, because they don't have enough uh, supply. Yeah, and, and and I'll go back just for a moment to the McDonald's. You were talking about packaging. I uh, you remember a few weeks ago I talked. We talked about uh, I brought up Turkey, and how uh, yeah we're having energy shortages. So that we're we're just going to shut the electricity off for four days to our industrial sectors of our country. And uh, the Turkey, you think of Turkey, you don't think of an industrial powerhouse, but one of their major exporters is a packaging company. They sell packaging to everybody. Well, that shut down for four days, Joe. And if you're supplying the packaging for different countries throughout the world, and suddenly you aren't, get that dis- disruption in the supply chain. I mean, these these are things that are continuing to happen. And you're talking shortages in energy, which causes a lot of grief, Joe. Well, listen to this. This is this is something that is really not, I'm not shocked about, but uh, it hasn't been reported that much. But here's what they're saying right now. Buyers are paying a premium above what the, the COMEX says the price is. Kind of look at silver's one of those great examples. Right? I, I'm telling you, silver's, you know, just under $23.25. The U.S. mint sells to the largest, you know, the lar- the nine mega mega bullion banks at $8 over, right? So way above what the COMEX says the price is. But they're saying that the premium is being paid copper. The cost surged to a record high of $0.09 a pound. The COMEX says it's $4.40, but they're saying actual uh, cash price at a new record high, it's 20% higher uh, than than going all the way back to 2003 aluminum, which already is at a record high. They're saying that deliveries of aluminum surged more than 40% in the past two months, which translates to an additional $768 per metric ton above the COMEX price of $3,100 a ton, Jason. And this is kind of the unseen inflation because the COMEX is coming out with these prices that are, you know, already, hey, they're super high. And then what the people are finding out is, oh, wait a minute, everybody's adding huge prices above and beyond what the COMEX is saying. Yeah, Joe, and I can compare... I'll compare this to uh, uh, 2019, late 2019, when the, uh, the the repo markets were having stress, and then the coronavirus came in early 2020. Uh, every single country in the world had gold at, at record highs already. 
We were the only ones. We, for some reason, we didn't have record highs. So what you're basically, you know, I'm going to compare it to the, uh, the metals you're talking about, copper and aluminum and such. They're at record highs. So gold and silver, they're, they'll, they'll be coming. They'll be coming for those record highs. It's just a matter of a few months probably, Joe. Yeah, and it's going to be quick because the realities are they're nothing but bald-faced liars. Nothing but bald-faced liars. And think about what they're saying right now. If you want to buy paper aluminum, if you want to buy paper copper, then, okay, well, here's the price. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you actually want it. Oh, you want the copper. Oh, you want the aluminum. Wow, that, that paper, forget that price. Just throw that price out the window. And and when you're sitting there and you're thinking about, you know, uh, in the terms of copper, double the price. Double the price. Aluminum. Hey, add 30% onto that price. And it's every single one of these commodities. Paint. My last one today. Paint prices. And we've talked about paint prices in, in the past. Uh, if you If you're painting your house. Right or or doing some uh, painting in in uh, inside or you're painting the outside or you're gonna notice you have a lot less choices uh, in your paint colors because there's not apparently Jason uh, there's not enough paint out there Sherman Williams and PPG uh, the largest paint supplier say that the supply chain is worsening uh, they they cannot uh, they don't have the ability to manufacture their products. Uh, they're saying to make a gallon of paint the exact same as the one, uh, as the next one. You have to have the same amount of color pigment in it, and they're saying they can't get enough. Uh, they're saying the supply chain is driving up cost, and they're saying that the cost of paint rose 15.7%, and they said it's only going to get worse from there. Yeah, wow. I mean, once again, uh, shortages affecting choices. That's uh, just think about what you're saying there. It's like, well, uh, you know, white. You know, white. You know, here's the thing: if you go out and uh, for any kind of project you're doing, white is much cheaper right now than any other color for any project you're doing. White is cheap, and then everything else, huge premium. Joe, I've, I've actually seen about my wife was shopping for something in particular, and. White was a lot cheaper, Joe, because, well, you have to have the white before you can add the color to it, right? Yeah, well, again, I guess, you know what, exactly what that story was saying. Hey, as soon as you want a color to it, right, we got to put the pigment in there. Uh, yeah, get ready to pay a lot more for the exact same products. And there's no end in sight. And this is the problem. When I'm reading these to you, I want you to understand that all of the articles have the same theme to it, which is, and it's getting worse, and it's getting worse, and it's getting worse, and, and we've talked about this for a while now, this isn't, listen, I'm not some, you know, economist expert with my PhD from Harvard, but yet seemingly how am I able to call the market better than Jay Powell, better than Janet Yellen. Well, maybe, number one, I don't believe the BS, and number two, to Jason Boyd, hey, they're doing it on purpose. But all of these things, 
that uh, when they were saying there was no inflation, when they were saying it's going to be transitory, and I was sitting there saying, how can they say that? It's not. These things aren't getting better. Uh, they're actually getting worse. There's only one way to make this better. One. And it's very, very simple. Force a major recession. It would probably be depression. I mean, that's the, the a super depression is the only way to save it because they... The amount of money they created, they, they misrepresented. You know, people see the national debt and we see how bad that is. But the amount of money these people created is in the hundreds of trillions of dollars, not to mention taking the actual money in circulation and increasing it by 500%. That's never been done. Nowhere close to being done ever before in the history of the world. And, and this is... Really easy stuff. This is economic 101 type stuff here, Jason, as far as inflationary prices. Uh, we're still, I, I'm telling you right now, we're still only in like the third inning of this inflation. Yeah, I, th- I think that's actually pretty accurate because uh, I, I see inflation uh, blowing uh, uh past 2022 and then i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens uh, this year because it could go it could go for several years joe if they have no uh, answer for it yeah that's going to be the scary part i think that we may be in for decades long inflation patriot radio news hour we'll be back after the break 800-951-0592 gold nineteen twenty six right now up six uh silver uh, up 12 right now, 23.20 on silver. Uh, the Dow is up today uh, as well. Uh, the one thing down uh, in this little profit-taking on crude oil, uh, I think we've seen uh, the the high for crude until the next thing, right? until a ship blows up or oil production, OPEC can't meet, or uh, who knows, whatever the next thing, which usually uh, we, we probably will have the next thing before the end of the week. That's the problem, uh, because there's just record record low inventories of everything. Right now, uh, j- today, U.S. $20 Liberties and Saints, you can pick either or $2,075. I've already been told tomorrow. We're going to get anywhere between a twenty-five to forty-dollar increase, so uh, be ready for that. Uh, we're going to see uh, twenty-dollar gold prices are going to be above twenty-one hundred dollars, and and the answer is simple: why? Well, why? Well, because we don't got any, right? And and that's that's really the problem. Inventory levels of everything are sitting at all-time record lows. Uh, and again, this is going to be a very, very, uh, bullish year. 800-951-0592. Let me, let me give you another example. Hershey. Okay. We, you know, the chocolate people, right? Hershey chocolates. Uh, they have, according to, uh, their, again, their earnings report was out. They were talking about, uh, supply and saying that we are producing record levels of chocolate never in con- in the country's history have we produced so much product 2021 was a record year and they said but guess what still hasn't been able to keep pace 
saying that uh, their inventory levels, even though they are produced the most on record for this company, uh, is just not enough. They said they're still playing catch-up to consumer demand. We're doing everything to optimize. Uh, we have expanded machinery. We, we, we're using every available space, Jason, and it's still not enough. Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, once again, we'll just keep going to, to what that word is. It's inflation, Joe. I mean, do people really need that much more chocolate? Or is it because there's just plenty of money out there that's floating around that's buying it up, Joe? And and, and with supply problems that go along with all this, it's, you know, it's, it's a broken record, but it's the broken record. I think the broken record could be around for a while, Joe. This is just what's happening. And, again, this is a great indicator. He's like, listen, we're fully optimized. We don't have any more room. We don't have any more room. We can't make any more stuff, right? And, of course, the the next thing is, well, you got to build another building, right? Here's the problem. Building another building is great. But you can't build a building overnight, and especially with supply disruptions. By the time they build it, get the machinery in there, hire the workers, it's two years from now. And guess what? They're saying, well, two years from now. We may be in a recession two years from now. I'm not so sure. And basically what Hershey said, yeah, we're not building another building. Right, and, and again, I think this is this is part of the problem. How about this one? Probably really indicative of what we're talking about: a record number of small business owners raised comp, uh, compensation in January. And think about this: they've been keeping this data forever. In one month. 50% of all U.S. small businesses raised compensation. That's a new all-time record high, and it wasn't even close. 47% of small business reported job openings uh, last month that they haven't been able to fill. Uh, and, of course, really because you got to keep paying, right? And this is something where when you're seeing this type of pay increases in just a month. It'd be one thing. Hey, 50% of small businesses uh, raised compensation last year. You'd be like, oh, okay. All right, that kind of makes sense. No, this is in a month. And, and this is really telling you how bad inflation is going to be. And I can give you uh, an example from uh, my friends in, in the restaurants and bar industries. They have never, ever ever paid this kind of money and they're saying it doesn't matter they're off they're giving people two three four five dollar raises bonus pay anything they can do jason to keep people happy and at work that's exactly right joe and i was uh, what, what you were talking about hershey and, and the demand is so high and you and, and i think the average person would be like well that means everything should be working you know, if it'll all work out in the end why do I get the feeling that some of that demand is that from 2020 to today, how many small chocolate uh, companies went out of business, Joe, that's also driving that demand, not just the infl uh, the inflation, but you're just talking about the, the cost to the small businesses uh, that a lot of these businesses aren't going to be able to shoulder for very long. Well, this is something we've talked about. The, the next, and I hate to say it, I do, I hate to say it, and I'm sure I'm being overly optimistic when I say it. Small businesses are going to get hammered in the next couple of years. 
and it's already started. I know several small businesses, they've gone under because they just, we can't afford that price. Because if I've got, what I've got to pay for the product, what I've got to pay for the employees, and what I would need to sell the products for to make a profit doesn't work. And they go out of business. And Jason's bringing up a really, really good point here. Part of the biggest problem uh, is the fact that all these small guys are out. Uh, you know, you hear the Biden administration blaming the big meat packers for the inflation in the meat products. Well, because they got rid of all the companies. That's a part. It's a part. It's far from the only thing, but it's absolutely true in that there's there's only these big companies. And look at Hershey. Hershey said, Dude, we're at all-time record highs. We still can't meet demand, but guess what? We're not building more plants. Right? We're not building more plants because we're not that confident that this is going to continue, and, and, and really it's creating a nightmare. And these little guys, you know, when there's only X amount of product to go around, who gets the product first? It's the big guys, right, Jason? The They're going to get the it. Biggest first. buyers. I mean, if you have a big order, you got to take care of that big order, right? And the big guys, they can buy ahead of schedule, right? They, hey, I'm buying for December. Where the little guy, he's paying month to month. How about the little guy that all of a sudden coppers four dollars and forty four cents uh, on the Comex, and then he gets told, "Oh, you want some? Well, it's nine dollars for you." Yeah, that's when you close up shop. Patriot Radio News Hour. $20 gold pieces, 2075. We'll be right back. 800 $20 gold liberties and saints. Mix them, match them. Of course, uh, the liberties, 1866 to 1907. The saints from 07 all the way to 1933 when they confiscated gold, uh, essentially, uh, really defaulting because all, all the contracts at that point were written that gold and and paper money was interchangeable. Of course, then we went off the gold standard in 1971, which uh, prevented foreign governments from doing that, uh, t- trading their treasuries uh, in for gold. Uh, and then gold uh, started trading freely at that point. Uh, if you're a new listener, or maybe you've been listening for a long time, uh, and you want to buy some gold, but you're scared, you're nervous about it, it's so easy. You just call the 800 number. And one of the girls is going to answer the phone, and you just say, I'd like the special. And they're going to say, great. How many would you like? I mean, that's going to be the, that's going to be the hardest question you get asked. How many would you like? Uh, if you have questions, uh, Arlene is, she's our expert. She's been uh, with me for a really long time. She will hold your hand through the whole process, answer any and all of the questions that you may have. But really, the process is, how many would you like? You tell us how many you'd like. We're going to ask you if you want us to ship or if you want to pick up. So we've got an office here in Phoenix at the Deer Valley Airport. Uh, we got an office up there in Colorado in Johnstown uh, where the radio station's at. Uh, and, and you can pick your product up there, right? If you want to pay for it and pick it up there, you can do so. Or we charge $35 shipping. That's it. Doesn't matter how many you buy. You buy one. You buy buy a hundred of them. It's thirty five dollars uh, to ship, and we ship 
FedEx, uh, we can ship UPS, and we can also ship post office, but we primarily ship FedEx. Uh, when you place that order, we're going to give you a trade number. That locks you in. I've already told you, tomorrow we're getting a price increase no matter what. <clears throat> but let's just say gold goes up $20 tomorrow. You place that order today, you got your trade number, you're locked in. That 2075 price is locked in. Uh, if you're going to have a ship it to you, right, you mail in a check, that's the most private way to do it. If you want to use a credit card, we take all of them. That's at 2%. So I, I should charge 3 I'm actually eating a percent, but I'm willing to do it. Uh, it's a 2% credit card fee. Uh, and it's really, it's just that simple. There, there, there's nothing else to it. You're not gonna get called. We don't, our, we don't make outbound phone calls. So you're not gonna get pestered, uh, by once you buy it, all of a sudden, right, they're just gonna call you day in and day out for years. It's not gonna happen. Uh, really, we, we don't do any of those things. We don't play games. There's no bait and switch. We're not going to run something on the air. There's stuff we run on the air. That's what we want you to buy because we believe it's the best price for that day. And that's what we want you to buy. With these other places, they throw out these prices, and then uh, you, they, when you call, they, they try to get you to buy something else, Jason, or worse yet, you send them the money. And then they don't ship the product. And what they do is they call you day in and day out trying to tell you, oh, I've got this. You should buy this instead, right? The old bait and switch thing that's very, very prevalent, uh, especially with the Internet stuff. You don't get any of that with us. We just, uh, I, I guess at the end of the day, we say what we're going to do, period. And you, you commit to what you're doing. We commit to what we're doing. And that's why, think about this. This is our 26th year in business, and not one person has written a complaint to the Better Business Bureau 26 years. That's saying something, Jason. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Better Business Bureau, but uh, it only takes I – mean, I, I, Oh, I hate the Better Business yeah, Bureau. I know. It only takes one uh, one jackal out there to, to just have a bad day and decide, I'm just going to I'm gonna crap on this company just because, and uh, we haven't even had that. I mean, that's, that shows you nobody really even wants to step on us. We, do, we, we take care of our customers so well that nobody even wants to – uh, even if they've, even if something went sideways, Joe, and, and we can't control every mistake out there. Things happen. We make mistakes, but it gets. Well, we make mistakes, yeah. absolutely. But I'll tell you that we fix them. We fix it. Simple. Period. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. How about the? Joe, let me jump in real quick. Let me jump in real quick. I wanted one last comment on Hershey that we didn't really hit, which is which is this: Hershey's is a big company, and we live in a debt money system. You know, this is a debt money system. If they if they have high amounts of orders coming, if they're like uh, busy to the to the hilt, it doesn't take much for them to just borrow money, create a building, and start producing more. I think Hershey's not increasing their ability to create more chocolate is is saying something about where the markets are going this year. You do not expand. Huge, you don't expand when there's going to be a crash, Joe. It's a huge thing, and especially so. And I know the ten year notes at one nine three or one nine four. But the ability for them to borrow money for almost nothing, you would think they would be building plants left and right, but they're not. Because, again, to Jason's point, they understand what's coming. And they're like, yeah, we're going to maximize what we've got, and we've done that, but this is it. It's, it and and that, that is a huge statement. 
for especially these big manufacturers to not borrow money at this super low rate, which tells you two things. They think where well, the economy's taking a dive and probably think, hey, listen, we wait a few years from now and interest rates are going to go back to even lower again. Uh, could be part of that whole thing. How about this? U.S. consumers. We haven't talked a lot about the consumer. Ended 2021 with the highest debt levels ever. And inside of this, they said the fourth quarter debt increased by $333 billion. Uh, debt in total for consumers grew by over a trillion dollars. The quarterly rise, the biggest since 2007. The annual gain, the biggest since they kept records. Uh, right? We talk about the debt slave. And, I, and you know what? I just hate this because I think this whole thing's going to get ugly and a lot of people are going to be upside down on a lot of things. Before this, before things can get better, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold up six eighteen twenty six. Uh, silver's up fourteen cents now. Twenty three dollars and twenty two cents. Uh, twenty dollar gold pieces. Liberties or Saints uh, pre nineteen thirty three. Uh, Two thousand seventy five. We got a big price increase uh, coming tomorrow, and and I've. Gold right here. I, I think we're going to see uh, much higher gold prices uh, in the short term, the medium term, the long term. Uh, the situation not really good. When just you think about all the companies we covered today, and all of them saying the exact same thing: uh, either hey, we're at capacity, or we can't produce enough because there's not enough inventory. Uh, sky high prices for everything. McDonald's franchises getting a 9% whacking. I mean, uh, you know, how far away are we from the $20 Big Mac? How about this? Ford, they have their cheap truck. It's called the Maverick. Uh, the cheapest truck in the United States. It's $20,000. Now that's for the, the, the base models, 20 grand. Uh, there's going to be some things in it, Jason. Uh, that, uh, you're gonna be surprised that it doesn't have for that 20 grand. Uh, no cruise control if you wanna pay 20 grand. How about power windows? Nope, you don't get those if you wanna pay 20 grand. Uh, you're right, your, your seats and all those things, uh, all these functions. Oh, no rear view camera if you wanna pay I'm starting, to, I'm no starting to like this truck, man. I'm thinking I'm going to go buy one no of these. No beeping <laughs> sensors, right? This is, hey, we're going back to 1970, and you can get your $20,000 truck. Uh, if they could get me a car that doesn't have the seat belt chime going off just because you didn't plug that thing in, I'll buy that one right away. I'm <laughs> I don't know if that's why, right? I don't you know. They didn't mention that, but maybe. I don't know. But apparently that's, hey, think about it. Right, if if you don't want comfort, and he said the uh, the interior very lacking, very bare bones. But hey, it is a new truck for for twenty grand. Uh, you're going to get what you pay for, I guess, Jason. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad at all. I wait if they can just get rid of the computers, and we'd be all set. We need, someone, someone, right, need, some. Can you imagine? 
You could fix it yourself. Can you, can you imagine if some car genius out there would say, hey, we're selling the brand new computer free Ford truck? Yeah, how many people would buy that? You know, I, I don't. I oh, man. We should just start a whole new car company and just do the computer free truck. <laughs> Pass. Pass it on that. I don't need that headache. Uh, no, no, thank you. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm not in the car business, but if you do need a vehicle and you like things like cruise control and power seats and, and all of those things, uh, Ramsey Auto Group, uh, they're a great, uh, great place. They, they, they are, uh, the used truck and SUV dealer, uh, great supporter of the radio station as well. Give those guys a call. They got plenty of vehicles in that price neighborhood, uh, that have all the bells and whistles. Uh, so check them out right there in Greeley. Uh, Ramsey Auto Group AG, uh, is the website to check those guys out because I don't think based on Ford's announcement, they're shutting eight plants. And by the way, they said we're shutting eight plants in Canada, U.S. and Mexico. Well, what what happened was six plants in the U.S. are getting idled. Uh, in Canada and Mexico, they're taking away overtime and eliminating a couple shifts, Jason. That's exactly right, Joe. Exactly right. 